Hi everyone, welcome to Small Biz Flash, your briefing on small business news, trends, and insights. I'm your host, Adam Hewitt. Thanks for joining me. Last time, we talked about a variety of lead magnets that you can create to offer something of value to your prospects and build your credibility with them. On today's episode, I'll tell you how to get the word out about your lead magnets so that more prospects will find them. Okay, so that's coming up, but first, the news roundup. Foreign theft of American companies' intellectual property is a serious problem, and small businesses are particularly ill-suited to deal with IP theft because of their lack of resources. A new bill in the Senate, the American IP Defense and Enforcement Advancement Act, or the IDEA Act, was introduced last week to fund state and local efforts to prevent and prosecute IP-related crimes at the rate of $25 million per year from 2024 to 2029. The IDEA Act would also create an IP legal aid program to counsel small business owners. The IDEA Act enjoys bipartisan support. The Federal Reserve recently released its 2023 report on non-employer firms, those small businesses with no paid employees except the owner or owners. These firms make up about 80% of small businesses in the U.S. This year's report found that 46% of startup non-employer firms, those in business zero to two years, plan to add employees in the next 12 months. A majority of startup non-employers are not yet profitable, but often report revenue growth. In the prior 12 months, 47% of startup non-employers said their revenue had increased, while only 29% of older, more established non-employers could say the same. A majority of all non-employer firms, whether startup or older companies, said that reaching customers and growing sales have been a challenge in the prior 12 months. Some small business owners are adopting ChatGPT and using it in a variety of ways, according to a new survey from Alignable. 57% of small and medium-sized business owners in the United States and Canada have at least tried the new AI tool, and 26% have already embraced it as a new way to enhance their businesses. Among the 57% who have tried ChatGPT, nearly one-third used it to create more marketing content, the most common use. Fewer numbers are using the tool for other functions. 13% are tapping it to help with customer interactions. 3% are uncovering long-term general trends in their industries. 2% are using it for scheduling. And 1% are asking it for tech support. You can find more information on this and other stories in the News Roundup by going to the links in the show notes. Small business owners, you need the pros at SBS Accounting and Advisors to keep your AP, AR, and financial statements on track. For 16 years, the good folks at SBS have been helping owners like you make better decisions and grow their profits. So go to sbsaccountants.com today to set up your free 30-minute consultation. Use the promo code FLASH to get 20% off your setup fee. Again, that's sbsaccountants.com. 
On the last episode, I told you how to deploy lead magnets to get more prospects. So once you have a great lead magnet, you still have to promote it because what good will it do if no one knows about it? So the first step in telling the world about your lead magnet or lead generator is to create a landing page on your website. A landing page is a single page on your site that is dedicated to a specific topic. And in this case, we're going to build a one-page site that is totally dedicated to your lead magnet. This is where you are going to send your prospects, where they're ultimately going to end up. And so this specific page on your website is going to have a title and then some text that's very clear and simple to understand um, that has relevant keywords for search engine optimization that will improve your search engine ranking around the benefits of your offer because you want to um, entice people to fill out this form that you're going to have on the page as well. And that's the other thing that you're going to have on the page is an easy, short form because if people don't fill out the form, then you've defeated the whole purpose of having the lead magnet because ultimately the purpose of the lead magnet or the lead generator is to get people to interact with you, is to get people to give you their information. So generally that would be their name and their email address, okay? So yes, the landing page needs to have information that will encourage them to interact with you by downloading whatever the the thing is that you're offering or by watching the video or you know, we've talked before about that there's a lot of different kinds of lead magnets or lead generators. Um, and so for the sake of example, we'll say that you're a landscaping company. And in this particular situation, you have a landing page for your lead generator that's a downloadable one pager, a PDF that they can download that's a checklist of things you can do to increase your curb appeal. Okay. But they can't get that PDF, that one pager, until they give you your, their name and their email address. And so they have to fill out that form. So you want to create a short, easy form. You don't want to ask them for their phone number or for, you know, any number of other things that people might want to know. You just want, you know, you don't need their address. You just want their name and their email address. And sometimes, you know, you may just need their email address. You may not want anything else. So get just the minimal amount of information that you need and go with that because the more information you ask for, the less likely people are to stay and complete the process, okay? So once you have the landing page put together, the first place you want to feature the lead generator that you have created is on your homepage. This is an easy one. Um, a lot of people come to your homepage. This is just low-hanging fruit. And you might even want to consider having a pop-up appear after just a few seconds. Now, Consider how universal is the appeal of the lead generator or the lead magnet. If it is relatively universal for your prospects and it's not something sort of specialized that only a few of your prospects might be interested in, then yes, put it on your homepage. If it is something that maybe um, a certain segment of your customers would be interested in, but maybe not all of them, then you may want to think about instead of the homepage, maybe instead you put it on certain blog pages. So you write a blog post about this particular topic or this particular element or your business or, or whatever it is. And at the bottom of the blog page, 
you um, segue into this particular uh, lead generator and you have a link that goes back to the landing page. Okay, so um, you may even want to write multiple blog posts from various angles about the same lead magnet or lead generator. So there's a lot of different ways that you can do that. A related concept, although we don't have a lot of time to get into it here, is that every single page of your website should have a call to action or some um, button, if you will, that urges visitors to do something to interact with you. And that could be something like book a call or buy now or download your free PDF um, in the example that we just mentioned. So if your lead magnet in the example of the landscaper is um, the free PDF, you could put that front and center on the homepage, or you could put it in um, the blog page, which uh, the blog post could be about how to increase the curb appeal of your, your yard or all, you know, both. So it's a great way. Your website is a great place to start. You can also promote the lead magnet on social media. So you can create posts on various social media outlets about the content that is related to your lead magnet. And, um, you know, that would encourage people to go to your landing page and fill out the form and get whatever it is that you're offering. Now, remember with social media, as in other areas of marketing, um, you don't want to be too salesy in general. You want to offer advice and um, you want to offer a content that's valuable to people. You, you can be salesy occasionally, but don't go overboard with it and just try to sell all the time. That's going to turn people off. Remember that the whole point of lead generating um, the, or creating these lead generators uh, is that you are showing off your value and you're giving people something in exchange for their email address or their contact information of whatever sort they're giving. So um, there's a, an exchange here, right? You, you can't just expect that people are going to give you something for nothing. So you have to give them something of value. So don't be too salesy. Um, offer them with your social media post something of genuine value. And um, in that way, they're going to come to your landing page. They're going to probably be more likely to fill out that form. Okay. You can also do emailers. We've talked on a previous episode about how to segment your email lists. And if you have done that, and particularly if you have segmented your email list into current customers and prospects, then you can tailor a message um, in your email list to target those two groups. And then you can easily target the way you deal with your lead magnet. So for example, with prospects, um, you already have these prospects email address, right? And so it's a little bit different because you're not trying to get the prospects email address. You already have it. But think about how can the lead magnet in this particular situation help you um, increase engagement with this group? Perhaps there's a way to think of it at a different angle and there's some value here with this lead magnet that you've created that can further engage with these prospects who have not yet converted to customers. And so it might, allow, it might enable you to um, push that further down the road, but you have to be creative, okay? Now, with existing customers, obviously you're already really engaged. They're giving you money for your goods or services, but perhaps you can encourage these existing customers to refer family, friends, or associates by simply forwarding the email along to someone else. Um, now, the thing you have to ask there is what's in it for them if they do. If someone signs up for 
either your email list or if they go to the landing page and fill out the form or if they buy a good or service that you sell, then how do you reward the existing customer? So you have to think about that as well. And finally, you can pay for ads on a variety of digital media. So um, you could uh, buy search engine ads on Google or Yahoo or DuckDuckGo. You could buy ads on YouTube or on any number of social media platforms. And those are other ways that you can publicize um, your lead magnets. And the, the advantage of those methods is that you can get highly targeted in the way you focus on different um, you know, groups and areas and things like that that you want to focus on. So the next time we talk about this topic, we're going to focus on what do we do with the prospect's contact information once we get it. We've done all this hard work to develop a lead generator, and then we've done the hard work of publicizing it. So now we've finally gotten some traction. We've gotten some contact information. So now what? So we'll address that next time. That's the show for this week. Please tell someone about the podcast and a comment on LinkedIn, Facebook, or YouTube would be great as well. Thanks, and I'll see you next time.